For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Burgundy Network podcast, and we are back to talk about another exciting Washington loss. I am your host, Josh Taylor, and joining me as always, Brian Murphy. What's going on, man? What's up? Yeah, I mean, it's just a roller coaster that we always know how it ends and it, it crashes at the end. But here we are again. We're talking about it. Um, it's every week, but yeah, another loss me. in a game that we could have easily have won. I feel like not easy, but I feel like the way that, you know, the trend's been going against the team that we play. Like we're like, oh, you know, the Chiefs have a terrible passing defense. We're going to throw a bunch. No, the Green Bay Packers have a terrible red zone defense. Like we're going to score a lot in the red zone. No, it no. doesn't happen. But I will tell you, there was a couple of trends on this game that I liked. I tweeted out. I loved the spread of the Green Bay Packers this game. I think it finished at like six, six and a half. I absolutely hammered that. Um, and especially on Bet Online because of all the promos and stuff they have going on. So that leads me to our sponsor of the show with the Believe Podcast Network, and that is Bet Online, who is back and better than ever. Like I said, they have a ton of promos going on, whether it's for college football, pro football. The NBA is kicking off big time. I've made a couple you know, good bets so far in the NBA. Wizards are winning when they're not supposed to be. Um, same with the NHL. Cap scored like seven goals last night, which is nuts. It's almost as many Let's points go. as Washington. So it's pretty, pretty close. It's actually pretty yeah. sad. Um, but like I said, guys, bet online is the number one spot for all of your football, basketball. It doesn't matter. They have everything you need this season. All you have to do is head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And I'm sure you saw it. I had a heartbreaker this week. Um, Oof, yeah. Man, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert. Yeah. I should say Justin Fields let me down because he threw like seven interceptions and fumbled the ball like 20 times. So it was hard, but I'm going to bounce back next week. I'm going to post another one. That's like my thing. $7 down, seven players. Like keep the lucky sevens going. I like um, it. So Devontae Adams was one of my guys, and I knew that was a definite hit, and it didn't take long, honestly. So let's just talk about this game in a way of big moments because it, like, I've been listening to other podcasts and the media and you know NFL Network, and it just seems like a lot of people agree this was a game that Washington had a lot of opportunities, um, but just stupid boneheaded stuff happens, mm -hmm. and it leads to 
not winning games. Like it, like bad teams find a way to lose the game, and that's what we have been doing yeah. throughout the entire season, finding a way to lose the game. That's what Jonathan Allen said. He's absolutely right. I mean, bad teams find a way to lose. Good teams find a way to win. Green Bay's won six in a row. They they probably had no business playing, uh, you know, winning this game, and somehow they found a way to get it done. At the same time, Washington just shot themselves in both feet, um, both hands. I mean, they found a, a, a new way to do the exact same thing. Somehow they're, they're, they're finding new ways to do the exact same thing every week. I mean, all of their losses, except for the, the Los Angeles Chargers game, have kind of followed the same pattern. You know, they hang around, they make you think, oh, here we go, here comes a little bit of a run, and then they do something stupid, uh, really stupid. And it just, it you know, you spin a wheel and you try to figure out what it's going to be this week, and um, here it is, diving before you need to dive. I mean, there's just so much. Uh, oh, man. I so much dumb about that. The uh, the the Lambo laydown. That's <laughs> what we should be calling this because that's what he did. Um, but one trend that is really frustrating is how we start the game. And I heard on uh, John Kimes podcast, he had Bram on and they really talked about like how, you know, we defer a lot of times, you know, like why when the team, you know, our opponents score seems like every single drive, almost every single drive yeah. this season. I think the. Who was it didn't score the, on the first drive? The uh, the Falcons kicked a field goal and the yeah, Saints threw an interception. So, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Saints, Falcons, um, so anyone in the NFC South. Uh, yeah. But still, like the Packers, and I get it, like it's hard. It, it's really hard because you don't want to give your opponents the ball if they've been scoring first, but you also want to get the ball the second half because if you are down, you would much rather have the ball the second half than for them to get it, and then they just score first drive of the second half. So it, to me, it's like, you can see both sides of it, but still they picked up two third downs, including a third 11 where Aaron Rodgers just strolled through the park, walked his dog 15 yards across the middle of the field and then just laid down. I was like, Oh, I got a first down. I guess right here is good enough. And then just kind of lays down. And it's really frustrating. Cause you're like, what the heck's going on? Like, I know that's not Lamar Jackson. Like there is no mm -hmm. play where Aaron Rodgers should be wide open for 15 yards across the middle, especially on third and long. I feel like there's gotta be something across the middle there. Yeah. Um, to where you can stop that. But, well, you know, it, nonetheless, we had some somewhat of a stop, but it still got to fourth down that drive. But go ahead. And uh, Greg Olson, I can't remember if it was that drive, but he he pointed out that they're just rushing four up field, hoping to get there, and it's leaving these lanes. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a run like that in a couple of weeks where he <laughs> just is able to open it up, open up the the C and, and run right up because the, the, the rushers just go straight up field. There's just not there's a lack of awareness there, and it's always like one little thing. I, I, I uh, was it John Allen or got the sack on that first drive, and yeah. uh, I looked over to my wife. I'm like, it doesn't matter because it wasn't on third down. I mean, it means third down is coming. I know that this doesn't end well. It's just so crazy how uh, specifically that first drive it looks so good in the first couple of plays, first down, second down, and then third down they find a way to to let up. It's it's unreal. Yeah, and the thing is. Like the defense did look good. Like you mentioned the pressure. Um, I want to say on that first drive, it was, I think Montez Sweat had the first sack. He was in okay. the first drive. Jonathan Allen had the second one. Um, but that was the thing. Like I noticed, like we were making Rogers uncomfortable, but still like Rogers is going to do what he wants to do. Like he's right. going to dice you up. And like, it got down to it. Like it's fourth, fourth down Packers don't care. They're going for it. They feel no threat with Washington's defense at all and rightfully so and it leads to you know Rodgers going to his right side and Devontae Adams is wide open across the middle 
easy catch, easy stroll in the end zone. So like, even if we do get stops, other offenses do not care. Like it could be, I guarantee you could have been fourth and like 10 and Aaron Rodgers have been like, I'm not looking at the sideline. Like just call right. up a play. <laughs> Somebody's about to be open just because of how this drive is going. So it led to a Devontae Adams touchdown, which helped out my bet. So it was a little, there you go. it was, it was good and bad, but in, in the end, I didn't win the bet regardless. So it didn't really matter. Well, I, I said right away after that first drive, I was like, at least I've got Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team. So hey. I mean, three touchdowns later, I was sitting pretty, went three and oh in fantasy this week. So I'll take it. Yeah, my crazy self has Washington's defense. I don't know why. I have not gotten rid of them yet. I'm just too much of a fan. But still, Washington gets the ball next, and it says, hey, like we're going to go back and forth in this game. We're going to drive down the field. Tam McLaurin had a beautiful touchdown. Loved it. Something about him playing at Lambeau. He just makes you know great yeah. catches. He had one drop later. But before that, like he looked phenomenal. The one, was it two years ago with Haskins? That like yep. one-handed catch across the middle of the end zone. So I, I knew Terry was going to eat big. I had him in my bets too. I was like, Terry, it was like over, I think it was like 69 and a half yards, something like that. I was like, Psh, easy money. It's Terry. So we drive down the field and it gave me hope. I'm like, all right, our offense looks good. It's been kind of, eh, you know, didn't look good against the Chiefs who they're supposed to look good against. And I knew the Packers are banged up on defense. They're, you know, they've, they've never really had a good defense. It's been a little while. They've had a decent defense, you know, pretty good pass rush, pretty good secondary. Eric Stokes has been a great rookie for them out of Georgia. Like, they had some really good picks. Darnell Savage. Like, they're building. They're, they're good enough for Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. Let's just say right. that. But still, they drive down the field, score a touchdown, give me some hope. But Washington gets the ball back. I mean, uh, Green Bay gets the, the ball back and Washington defense starts showing up. So this is where I'm really watching this game. And I'm like, dang, like I see the D line eating. That's when mm -hmm. Jonathan Allen gets that sack. It was on, I want to say it was like third and eight or something like that. Um, yeah. When Chase was poked in the eye. Yeah. Right yeah. across the eye. All game long, he said, which I definitely saw uh, him yeah. getting hit in the face a couple times. But still, like up to this point, those two drives is probably the best the defensive line has looked all season. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It was what we were expecting all summer, all now fall long, you know, for this defensive line to show up. We knew the 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 line of quarterbacks that they were going to have to go against. Nobody nobody was questioning that, but they, they were actually showing like, OK, we can dictate a game, too. We're not just going to be on our heels the entire game and let uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, go right down the field. They actually stood up to him there on that second drive. And you're like, OK, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is what we've been expecting, you know, for six weeks now, yeah. um, you know, and it's just, we keep saying frustrating, but it's frustrating that this team can't put a full, full game together when your defense shows sides. up. Yeah. Yeah. Your defense showed up in the, in the first half uh, against Kansas city as well. They made some plays against new Orleans and it's just, you know, it's not enough because you do some other dumb stuff, but um, yes, the defensive line looked really good uh, this game. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is for, uh, first round picks and they're showing up and they're showing it out uh, and, and, they're, and they're acting like it. Yeah. And I said that the defense has been playing better lately and people did not like that response, but I think it has, you know, back to the Absolutely. Saints game, they forced turnovers. They got some stops. Yes. They let the Hail Mary happen. And of course they let the long touchdown uh, pass like that happened, but still like outside of that, I feel like it has been better. They hold the mm -hmm. chiefs to one of their worst halves and, you know, they looked really bad against the Titans, um, but still one of the worst halves I've probably ever seen out of a Pat Mahomes Chiefs team. That first half against us, I was like, holy smokes, like this defense is on fire, like causing turnovers. Mahomes just looks frustrated out there. If we could have done that for two halves, yes, there's four quarters in the game. 
I feel like we could have won that. Even with the stagnant offense, I feel like that could have possibly been a low-scoring game. I mean, Tennessee showed you can hold the Chiefs to nothing. Like, you can mm. you can really take away their offense, which is kind of crazy to say considering they have, like, three Hall of Famers on the offense. But well, still, I, I agree with you. The team just isn't clicking as a whole. Like, I, I really thought about this. Like, when I watched games this season, it does not look like last year. I don't care who we were playing, what bad quarterback we were playing against. The team did not feel like a team so far like it just it's not clicking Mm. that chemistry isn't there that excitement isn't there that like leadership isn't there like i remember last year it feels like that and if you watch the bucks if you watch the packers the bills it just i don't know what it is but it has that different feeling you're like man this is a good team like you can feel it they believe in everything they do they're flying to the ball they know like everyone has their backs like it just feels completely different there's so many there's a lot of factors into it i'm not gonna try to dissect it but you can just tell when you watch the game, it is much more exciting to watch because you can feel it. Like not even like a Washington fan, like I watching, like I said, the, the Titans like ball out against the bills and stuff like that. That was a great game, but you can just tell mm. these teams are playing different than Washington. It's not even just talent, right? It's just it, mentality. I feel like we're not there. It's kind of like fans. I don't know how you feel, but you know, I see these games and I'm like, okay, I'm just waiting for the, the bottom to fall out. And it's almost like the team feels that way too. It's like they can't believe that they can potentially have success. Like they're always expecting the worst thing to happen. Now, the worst thing tends to happen, uh, but you can't play like that. You got to no. play like you're you're a 7-0 and team that you're dominating. Otherwise, you might as well phone it in. You might as well just uh, hang it up. But yeah, something is definitely off. Uh, and you're right. It, it feels like last year, you know, you kind of believed. You were like, all right. Uh, against the Steelers even when it didn't look good they they you believe you know you thought maybe there's a chance because this team is really kind of cohesive um maybe that maybe you know I know you said we're not gonna try to break it down what it is but maybe it's as simple as not having a a veteran quarterback leadership I mean Alex Smith didn't give you any stats but what he did have was that poise and that 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 stoic you know response he didn't get too high or too low and I'm not saying that's what it is but you know no, it's, that, so, I, it, it's confusing for sure. I remember Chase Young saying there's something different when, you know, 11's under center. Like they kept saying that there's something different. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, it is like that mentality, then leadership. If you think about it, like all the, the teams that I'll, you know, mention, they have good quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, say what you want about Tannehill, but I mean, still you like Tom veteran Brady, at like, least. Now, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe not great quarterbacks, but veteran at least. Yeah. I mean, I, I even think about like Saints teams, like even when they weren't the best, they were winning games because Drew Brees like had every single guy in that locker room believing. So I think it absolutely is a quarterback, which is like the biggest need for this team right now. I, I firmly believe and it's something talked about over and over and over. And I wish we didn't have to do that this season, but maybe hopefully next season we aren't. But I just, I just feel like that big missing piece is a guy, even a rookie. Like, I feel like even Trevor Lawrence could have that. I feel like Mac Jones mm-hmm. absolutely has that in New England because I know what kind of player he is. Like, I've talked to him. I've talked to players that have played with him. They, like, preach about just his mentality and how he talks to players and stuff like that and builds the entire team up. I feel like we don't have that right now. Say what you want about it, but I just I feel like it's a lot of different things. You know, us not playing well, us losing games that are winnable, and accountability, like there's so much to it. And I don't know if that falls back on coaching or what, but I think at the end of the day, you're all grown men on the field, figure it out to get on the same page. Um, but anyways, that was a good little spiel. That was a good little therapy session. We needed yeah, needed the team's it. not clicking. The team does not feel like a team. The team is like fans right now going at yeah. each other. That's, well, what, and, that's what it feels like. And honestly, it's, it's hard to, you know, 
pick one player. Obviously, we know they need a quarterback. There's no denying that. But it's hard to blame everything on the quarterback. It's hard to blame everything on the defense. Like we said, when the defense plays arguably their best game, they still find a way on offense to to blow it. So it just seems like, yeah, there's something missing there. And, you know, maybe – I, I hate the saying uh, players only meeting, but I mean, maybe that's what it takes. It's it's gut check time. I mean, you're two and five. You're going to Denver, which is a hard place to play. You've got the bye coming up. And oh, yeah, you've got the Super Bowl champions right after that. I mean, uh, it's you got to figure it out. It's gut check time. These are all cliches, but there's a reason they're cliches because it's, it's what it takes. And so. Yeah, they got to figure it out soon, or this is a uh, lost season. But no, I, I agree with you. This is starting to get to the point of the season where you're just like, what are we playing for? Like, what? Right. Does it get better? Because, like, I'm looking at the schedule and I said, I, I don't see this team winning more than three games. Like, maybe we steal one from the Eagles. Maybe, you know, we win another one against the Giants. We're not beating the Cowboys. We're not beating the Bucks. We're not beating the Raiders. Um, maybe the Seahawks. But if Russ comes back, I'm going to say no. Um, so it's just, I agree with you. It's gut check time. You got to dig deep and really find out like what you're playing for right now. Um, and then of course, you know, there's the two back-to-back field goals, which I haven't seen in a long time. To be honest with you, I don't know when the last field goal Washington's blocked. I don't ever remember one. I think they said it on the broadcast was like a game against Chicago in like 2015. I think they might've said it was Preston Smith. So it was kind of fitting that it was against green Bay, which he, he wasn't out there, but. Yeah. Um, it's been a yeah, no, I'm with you. It's been, and that, that was, that was one point I was going to make. If you, if you told me over three, a three game stretch that Washington would force six total turnovers, get a block and there'd be a game where Tressway doesn't punt. I would tell you that hey, they've got to be at least two and one. And somehow they found a way to blow all three of those games. Oh, and three somehow, which is another crazy stat, um, that we'll mention, but this is where a lot of people have been agreeing and disagreeing. You know, Washington gets the ball back. We go forward on fourth and three from the Green Bay 27. I th- I believe that was the Terry drop of that drive. You have a new kicker. You're at Green Bay's 27. It's fourth and three. Do you kick it or do you agree going with it? Because, you know, there's a lot of times this season we're like, Ron, go for it. And we haven't, we haven't gone for it. He's kicked a field goal, you know, punted it away. You think he kind of said, you know, I'm going to go for it this time. And, and was it actually the right time? I don't know. I, I feel like at that point you have a chance to take the lead. And that I think that's a huge confidence booster, right? I, I think that, you know, a young team that is, has been struggling, you give them a lead there. I think you got to take that. Uh, I mean, it's hard to, to nitpick fourth and three. I feel like you should be able to get that. But uh, this team doesn't do a whole lot of the things they should do. So you might as well take the points and uh, you know, get out of that situation with a lead. I'll take a 10-7 lead, at, you know, after you block a field goal, get some points out of it. So, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, it's easy to, you know, hindsight bias. It's easy now to say, yeah, absolutely, you should have just kicked it. But I still feel like you got to you gotta get points out of that, and and um, they didn't do that. It, it does seem like Ron is kind of goes for it at the wrong times and, and punt, punts at the wrong time. It just seems like there's something off there. Um, that he's, he doesn't have his mind made up or he doesn't have, uh, what he wants to do in mind. And he kind of just goes off the cuff there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it just has felt like that all, all, all season long. And that was just another example of it. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where if you go for it and you get it like, sweet, I'm glad we went for it. Um, cause we're, you know, we score a touchdown hopefully. Um, but then if not, and you kick a field goal and you're like, all right, like I'm still, I'm glad we kicked a field goal instead of going for it. Not getting like, we got points. But then, you know, 
if you go for it and don't get it, like, oh, what the heck, Ron? We should kick the field goal. Like, get take mm-hmm. the points. Um, but then if you you know kick a field goal and miss it, you're like, what the heck? He's a new kicker. Like, you should have went for it, Ron. You know this. Yeah, right? it's a lose, lose, lose yeah. situation at times. But regardless, I think I lean mostly towards you know agreeing with you. Take the lead, take the points that early in the game. It's seven seven. Like we're not down. Like it's not like crunch time. If it's like fourth and one, fourth and inches, maybe go for it. Um, but I agree with you there. I think we should have went for it. And of course, Green Bay said, "Hey, dummies, you're going to go for it. We're going to make you pay for it. Drive down the field, easy touchdown, a laser uh, to Alan Zard, who has COVID. Now he's out for Thursday night against the Cardinals. But still, Aaron Rodgers just doing what he does. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I like I listened to the Washington uh, Football Talk podcast with JP and all them, and JP brought up a good point. Say we go for it and we get a touchdown." It like this game, like knowing Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter if we score at least a field goal every single drive. Like he, Aaron Rodgers was just like coasting through this game. Like he mentioned the yeah. Thursday night game against the Cardinals. Like that's like the playoff game for them. This was like a preseason game. When JP said that, I was like, holy smokes, he's right. Like if we drive right. down the field and score, Aaron Rodgers is like, all right, let me put the backpack on. Like it's time to go to work. Let me give him a toolbox. I'm going right. to drive down the field, score a touchdown. Any kind of threat towards Green Bay, like us scoring, he was like, oh, heck no, hold my beer. I'm going to score some points on y'all real quick. Like, he wasn't even trying that much. Like, I hate to say that, but like it's, if he needed to score, he would. He yeah, would find a way to score. It's kind of like a big-time college team. They're going to let the the underdog come in and kind of mess around a little bit and and score a couple of touchdowns. And, then and if it boom. gets a little <laughs> if it gets a little hairy, then they're going to put their starters right back in there and yeah, go we'll at it. Chuck out five threes and then be up like 20-some points. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, But it, like he said that, and I was like, holy smokes, like he's right, it's Aaron Rodgers. And, and I feel like Tom Brady's going to do the same thing. We threat him. He's like, all right, who should I pick this time? Godwin's, Evan, AB, eh, maybe Cameron Bray. No, let me right. figure it out. Like, I'll pick someone on this this drive. Like, who hasn't scored yet this game? And he'll do the same thing. And that's where that's you know it, you know we talk about the defense playing better, but that's where it's frustrating. This defense should be good enough to be able to stop that kind of thing, and they just for whatever reason are not there right now. They they certainly have played better. You can say that they've played better, and they're also not good enough. I mean, both are true. Yeah. Um, and it, it would be nice if the defense could force a turnover and force a guy, a good quarterback, to be uncomfortable. And they just haven't done that yet. We had half of a game with Mahomes, and that's it. Yeah. Um, which that ain't good enough, especially when the offense is sucking. Um, so it's 14 7 at halftime. Could have been 14 10. Take that for whatever you want. Still, Green Bay would have been up. First drive, sack fumble by Heineke. You know, say what you want if it was his fault or not. I feel like the offensive line has been playing phenomenal all mm-hmm. season long. That's like been the highlight, which we've been very critical on. But still, regardless, whoever's fault it is, turnover to start the second half. You know, we talk about getting the ball. You know, if you're down second half, you want to get the ball first, but you got to score. You can't give them a short field. That is like the worst thing you can possibly yeah. do if you're, what? you know, not going to take the ball to start the game. And I'm not going to, that was absolutely on Heineke. He needed to step up. You could see it. I feel like there were a couple of times where he needed to step up a little quicker. He just it kind of feels like he needs to make a decision a little bit quicker than he has been. But also that first down run by Gibson potentially could have, could have broke that for a touchdown. He bounced off of, uh, was it flowers or somebody and, and fell down. He could have broke that for about 75 yards, yeah. but uh, not going to blame it on him either. Cause there's no excuse to turn the ball over, but it's just another shoulda, coulda, woulda for this team. And I feel like that's kind of the the motto or the the mantra of this team so far. Uh, shoulda, coulda, woulda beat uh, Mahomes. Shoulda, coulda, woulda beat the Saints. Shoulda, coulda, woulda won in Lambeau and uh, didn't. That's, that's our new names, the Washington 
Shoulda, coulda, what is. Um, <laughs> the what didn't. The what shoulda happens. Um, but of course, you know, short field, they're going to celebrate National Tight Ends Day the only way they should with Robert Tunyon, who had, I want to say, the most touchdowns by tight ends last season. Like he had a great season last year. Um, it was some that, crazy rate that he was just yeah. scoring touchdowns at an unbelievable clip. And he's on my fantasy team because of that. He's been a little bit of a letdown, um, but still, regardless, you know he's going to score on us. Tight end score on Washington. That's that's like a tradition around here. That's like our it's like it's like a Thanksgiving tradition. Like you know, family coming over, you got the good food, and Washington letting tight end score on us. It's the same thing. Yep. Um. So just right then, you kind that that feels like that fumble and that touchdown was like the. Yeah, we're not winning this game. Like yeah. that was that moment, like the slouch, the slouch moment it, is what I'm going to call it. It was kind of like against Kansas City, missing that field goal, Dustin Hopkins. Now a Charger, by the way. Um, but yeah, that was kind of Congrats. that moment. Yeah, that was kind of that moment. Um, yeah, you're like, okay, well, this was fun, and uh, I think that's that'll do it. Yeah, and then Washington puts together on paper as good of a drive as you can possibly have. Eleven place, seventy six yards, six minutes and thirty eight seconds. That is game control, Brian. Mm-hmm. And we scored a touchdown that drive, right? No. We did. <laughs> we should have. This should is have. a Taylor Heineke. Thought we did. What are you doing? The you had one job moment. Mm-hmm. And what blows what blows my mind. I do not care about a rule. I do not care about a he that should have been. I do not care about that. This man is suicide diving every chance he gets to any pylon he sees. But Lord and behold, if there's not a pine line there, he's like, whoa, 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 what is this line? I don't know. I don't want to cross this line. What what drives you to just lay down at the one-yard line? Regardless if you think you got in. Like, that happened to Aaron Rodgers a couple years back where his Mm -hmm. knee was down, ball was at the one-yard line in Green Bay, like almost at the exact same spot on the other side of the field. Like, you do this, like, you're – your big thing of like who you are is pylon diving. That is what your shirt is. That is what you are known for. That one big play against Tampa Bay. You don't reach the ball out when you're falling. You tuck it in your backside and roll with your back. So the yeah. ball is literally on the worst possible spot of your body. I just, I don't get it. Do you think he was really that worried about getting hit when he's getting hit all the other time? <clears throat> no, I mean, I, I don't know what happened there. It's it's inexcusable, and you're right. The rule is is pretty dumb. Like, I mean, he should have been able to roll in if he wanted to. I think that's a dumb rule, but it's inexcusable. You got to yeah. get in the end zone. It's 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 the most important thing you can do is get in the end zone. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you have to dive when you don't have to. But yeah, he had to get in there. I think the only thing watching it back is maybe that he saw that guy flashing. He got he got hesitant. But at the same time, you're you're absolutely right. That's what he's. He's done a million times is dive. I mean, you just dive across that line. You're safe. You roll over, you get up, and, and you're good to go. You score a touchdown. Yeah, it's it's inexcusable. There's no really – you can't sugarcoat it. You got to score there, especially when you're down, down by double digits. You, you Like you said, a great drive. You ate up clock. That was on third down, so you, you actually were going to make a play on third down. I, I, I feel mean, like – you can't, You can't do that. I feel like he is so inconsistent. Like he he's the kind of quarterback to risk it all and go for big plays when he's down. Cause he did it later in the game. Like he's done that all the time. The Falcons, the throwing the Hail Mary, luckily Terry catches it moments. Like those plays, like that is what Taylor does. It's it's either really good or it's really bad. 
And I feel like this was another of the really bad. And of course, the Lambo leap, Lambo leaping when you didn't actually score is probably the most embarrassing thing you could do in the NFL. Like yeah, do tough. a tradition. And I get like the emotion of the game going into it, like why he wears number four with Brett Favre, like growing up with like a Packers fan. Like, you know, he wanted to do that. And like, that's, that's fine. But like, that is just terribly embarrassing to, to not score and then celebrate like you did score. No. I don't, I don't, I don't think mentally he can handle, and I hate saying this. I don't think he can mentally handle being a starting quarterback. I think he second guesses too much. I think his decision making on the field is terrible. I think his like in the moment thinking is not good. Sometimes he's like run pylon go, and it's good. Like he makes certain plays, it's going to be there. But I feel like he makes more bad plays than those good ones. You just remember those really good ones because it's fun. It's in the playoffs. It's against the Bucks. The game you should have no business winning. He. You know, he's new to the team kind of thing. Yeah. Chase Young's pointing at his jersey. I just feel like mentally he's not there to progress through his reads, to to do everything he needs to do, and just to have that in the moment. And that's really hard to do. Like, a lot right. of quarterbacks struggle with that. Even first-round draft pick quarterbacks that turn out to be, like, busts and stuff like that, that's one thing that kills him. That's one thing Dwayne Haskins was terrible about, his mentality of reading the field mm. and going through stuff. It's not even about, like, the playbook. Yeah. It's just – overthinking like not being pull, confident in your play pull the trigger and go for it. you're absolutely right and so we we said we've said you know there wasn't a book written on him and the, the film was going to come out on him they're going to see his tendencies and we've seen that we've seen him kind of second guess hesitate um even on the fumble like i was saying there were times he needs to step up and and i feel like there are times when he needs to run when he doesn't and and, and it is kind of frustrating that it seems like he's overthinking things over and over again and yeah, I think that the the NFL defenses are a little too fast for him right now. And um, it's up to him to adapt. I don't know if he's capable of it. I think we've seen a, a lot of that. And I obviously am rooting for him, a, you know, hometown guy for me. But at the end of the day, you, you, sometimes you just don't have it. And I think that he's going to be a really, really solid backup in this league. I think he could be that for a while. And I think that he shows that in a pinch, he can come in and make a play or two to where uh, once you have your quarterback of the future, you can feel good knowing that you got four behind you as a as a hard worker, as a guy that can come in if something happens. But yeah, I just don't know that he's processing things fast enough. And it, you know, we have you know half a season now, or close to it, of of, of examples of that. And, and you're right, we remember all the fun plays, but you know, at this point, we're remembering the the kind of the bad plays that kind of show why he's struggled at times. And so. You know, I'm cheering for him. I hope that he figures it out, and I hope he's able to get a couple more wins. But it looks like, you know, that the the defense has caught up to him. You know, they put the film out there. You know, they've seen the film. They see that they can, um, you know, make him make some mistakes, and and a lot of it is his own doing. So, yeah, it's frustrating for sure. And that just that play is so bad, but it, it just kind of encapsulates everything that you know has has been frustrating with Heineke so far. Yeah, and then he fumbles the. I, I hate the play call. You know, with mm -hmm. what it's worth, you're the smallest guy. You know, QB yeah. sneak. I get it. I don't care if it's at the one inch line. Run the running back. He's mm -hmm. not. You know, Dak Prescott, big body. He's the small. He's the smallest they can get. He's got to be one of the. He's got to be the smallest quarterback Gosh. in the NFL right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, I. I mean, I hate that he fumbles. That's the drive right there. Such a perfect drive ends in just absolute shambles. Um, and if you think about it, the game could have easily been 21-17 with the field goal. If we didn't go for it, kick the field goal. And then if Heineke would have scored there, it's a very reachable game, like absolutely reachable game. But like I said, 
Aaron Rodgers would have just turned up a notch if he had to, but still. Um, and then after that, of course, Washington, two fumbles in one drive. DeAndre Carter can't do it. Gibson mm-hmm. might have a fumbling problem. I mean, that's what, 3-4 now this season? Yeah, yeah Packers, Chargers, Giants, right? Was there another one? I feel like maybe a three, but still, like yeah. bad moments. He's fumbling at the like at the worst times you can. Too. That's what I was gonna say is that they they come at the worst times. I mean, it's it's bad to fumble, but it's bad to fumble at the times that he is fumbled at. Um, yeah, that's that's an issue. He's got to figure that out. I feel like there's a lot going on with Antonio Gibson. Obviously, not the reason this team is not successful, but you know the shin injury. I feel like um, you know that run I was talking about earlier. I think that his vi- he sees some weird holes or doesn't see the right hole sometimes. And I know he's still learning, but it just seems like there's a lot going on for him. And um, I just feel like he should be busting more big runs than he is right now. Yeah. And then we talked about it with uh, Green Bay's defense, allowing 15 touchdowns. Another drive that ends at the Green Bay three. Was that the Terry job? The Terry job was later in the game, wasn't it? Talking about in the end zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that was, I think that might've been the next, uh drive after the the heineke debacle oh yeah no this one was the ricky seals jones where it should have easily been a, a pass interference call across yeah. the end zone on fourth down so like regardless can't score in the red zone offensive yeah. struggling we talked about it both sides are never clicking one's like hey are y'all gonna play this week no mm-hmm. all right we're cool then we're gonna ball out and y'all yeah. just suck this week um but yeah, just it's like disappointing hitting, it's like hitting you know six homers and then your pitcher going out there and giving up 10 earned runs you know what i mean I mean, it's just crazy. But to me, like this second half was like the sloppy offense. Like we talked about the two fumbles in one drive. Can't do that. And then this Heineke interception is it's a trend. Mm -hmm. It it looked a lot like the Atlanta Falcons fade to Curtis Samuel for whatever reason. Small guy. Taylor Heineke throws a corner pass to Terry McLaurin. Nope. He still Jones. Another big body. Nope. No. That was a quarter fade to Adam Humphreys. You can't do that. Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys, your slot guy, your drag guy, your Jesus. your quick out guy. Yeah, that you can't do that. That corner probably had six inches on him. He had no shot. Adam Humphreys, it, you might as well have done what we did on the hand Mary and not even jump. You might as it, well have just stayed safe. I mean, was it the same play that he did trying to throw it to Curtis oh, it Samuels exactly against the like Saints? It. I mean, it, it just exactly. – yeah, it's it's bad. It's like he thinks that there that something else is there, and yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. And that's the thing to me, like, and if you watch that play, he's just looking at him the whole time, like, oh, I gotta throw this. But like, why? Why are you going? Why are you going at the smallest guy on the worst part of the field for him? Like, he's not mm-hmm. bodying anybody. Like, that should be. And I, I I agree with what a lot of people have said. We are missing Logan Thomas so bad in the red zone, so mm-hmm. bad. Because that is that big body guy. Even that one that was kind of high for Ricky Seals Jones, like that's one that Logan Thomas would have caught, like he did against the Eagles last season. Like oh, that's yeah. the plays that he makes. But man, maybe this is a good thing. But Blowett hit a forty-five yard field goal. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> is that yeah, especially is that a small after, victory and a loss? Is that what that is? Especially after his line drive, you know, chip shot yeah. field goal got blocked. I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, um, cannon. Yeah. Cannon of, a, cannon of a, a line drive. It just, I mean, I, I don't believe in curses, but I mean, I feel like you could have predicted this, right? I mean, you could have, you could predict the, the the kicker not doing what he's supposed to be doing. I mean, a, a dumb play at the goal line. It just seems like this is what this team does week in and week out. I'm like, 
I'm trying to predict what the the thing that they're gonna do against the Broncos. Oh man! Like, are they gonna is is Antonio we're gonna have Gibson, a punt blocked and it's gonna be a Denver touchdown? So here's what I'm thinking: Antonio Gibson's gonna finally break off a run and then drop it at the one yard line like Deshaun oh, okay. Jackson back in the day. Like that's what Jeez. I picture happening. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. I mean, like it's just every week with this team, it's the same thing, but it's 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 different. I don't know if that makes sense. It's the same thing. They find a way to blow a game, but it's a different way every, every week. And, um, you know, you, you, you cross, you cross the 30 yard line. I think what was it? Seven times. And you come away with seven total points. That's not possible. We had That's 19 possible. snaps in the red zone and we had zero touchdowns when green Bay's allowed 15 on 15 attempts. That's just, that's just mind blowing. But I'll tell you what, if there's a team out there that makes really bad plays look really good, it's us. We have the best looking bad plays. Do we not? The hail Mary, the Heineke falling over at the one, like we we're at the top. We make we make losing look dang good. I tell you, I tell you what, no. ain't nobody losing like us. <laughs> That's sad, but that's sad that's where we are right now. Cause we're beating down. You know, I'm going to watch on Sunday. I, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't turn away. It's not as exciting, I'll tell you that. I used to look forward, and I could not wait for 1 o'clock to come, 4 o'clock, whatever it is this week. But it's like, oh, is that on? All right, well, let me turn on uh, this beatdown again. Let me turn on this abusive relationship. Yeah, let's watch this Rated R movie. Uh, But you mentioned that Washington didn't punt once on Sunday, which is a guaranteed win, right? No. For the first time in 21 years, that was the first time Washington's had a game where they didn't punt. 21 years. Shout out Sean Taylor. And still lost and only scored 10 points, which was the fewest by the team that had no punts since 2010. 11 years. We're, we're making history, Brian. I was going to say, I mean, it, there have probably been times like shootouts like that. Uh, what was that? That Chiefs-Rams game on Monday night. It was like 51-45 where I don't know if either team punted. But it's like normally when that happens. Normally, yeah, normally when that happens, even if you lose, you put up 35, 40 points, 10 points, and you, you don't punt. What were you doing with your possessions then? Yeah, Throwing it away, dropping it's it. Just, it's the same thing every single week, and I hate to say it, um, but I'm going to Google what Denver's really bad at so I know what to bet, uh, you know, because they're going well, to fall out. I'm going to put Bridgewater's Jerry. going to have 500 yards probably. I'm going to put Jerry Judy in my, uh, in my, my starting lineup. It's gonna I mean, look like Peyton Manning's back out there. Like I, I would love to go to Denver, but like I, I, and they're like three and a half point favorites already, and like we're gonna be back later in the week to talk about it. But I don't know this one. I'm beat down. I, I'm beat down. I'll say it. I'm beat down right now. More out. Two and five is not a good place to be. With with the with the lineup, you still haven't coming up. Maybe if Denver was going to Washington, I'd feel better. But yeah, I don't. You know, we'll, like you said, we'll get into it. But then, how do the buy? How these players have played in Denver? Like it's different. It's hard mm-hmm. playing over there. Like that. And, and, that elevation is a factor. And then you get a buy. You're like, oh, let's rest up. And then who do you have waiting on you? The boogeyman. <laughs> you need you need you need a buy week for Brady. Like we we better be in on the boat like the Giants did all together, hanging out, spending some quality time with each other. But Brian, I've had good quality time with you getting this out. Always and, uh, yeah. talking about this loss. But man, hopefully we can break a trend. Like. I am all for like winning games. Like I, I it's still okay to like, win. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I, I still feel like we we've seen good from both sides of the ball. We just need one game where we can see a good side of both sides. You know, like just get mm-hmm. together, get it going. Maybe we can beat the Broncos. They're early favorites. I hate to say it, but I it, I don't think we're gonna be favorites anymore this season at this rate. Um, but two yeah. and five, y'all, it is hard um to put up with. But hey. 
just like Washington. We always watch and appreciate y'all watching and checking us out on podcast. Uh, like I said, guys, this is presented by Bet Online. So sign up, get in on that NBA and NHL action because by God, even though Washington's losing, there's still some opportunities to win some money for yourself. Just bet against Washington. Brian, I will see you later on this week, man. Appreciate it. Peace, brother. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.